Alright, welcome to Uncanny Rewind issue 8. We're just talking about how 8 issues in. That feels so good. Like, it just feels like an accomplishment of my personal goals. And I like that. Yeah, I feel like we've come very far. And you've listened to us, assuming you've listened to all 8. You've listened to um, us come very far. Yeah, yeah. So we appreciate... uh, If you started with us from the very beginning or you're just catching on now, we, we appreciate you being here. Uh, Adris, what, what's been your what's been your favorite issue so far, you think? Uh, definitely uh, Namor. The I, Namor episode. It's a toss-up between Namor and the initial introduction of the Brotherhood, I think. Okay, that was issue four. Right. Yeah, those, those are definitely the two. You know, issue one kind of has this, like, piece of my heart but yeah, i think I, I think it's more because this is the first right this is the first one and that feels really cool um i don't know i think the namor issue is is the one for me yeah it was all over the place bombastic mm-hmm. um i loved namor's attitude he was just oh, so man. so i am you know salt of the earth and finally sea salt. something sea salt (laughs) yo and finally something to clash with magneto you know like yeah that's true kind of that's true in his place yeah because we saw in you know the last the last issue where the blob is is recruited to the brotherhood just like namor was but the blob is just kind of like all right i'm here i'll fight you know whatever um but namor was like trying to challenge magneto Right. That was cool. Let's speaking of uh, last issue. Let's kind of recap it a little bit. Cool. So the X Men graduate from the academy, mm-hmm. and in this graduation, uh, Professor X announces that he's not going to lead. He's going to depart to who knows where. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. in this, he has to anoint another leader. Um, in this, we have Cyclops becoming the new leader. Yeah. We are introduced to Cerebro, and we are also reintroduced further on to the blob and how the blob is being pursued by the brotherhood ma- mainly magneto and um they get into a little squabble and eventually magneto knocks this the sense back into the blob the blob is revealed to have lost the mental block they join up he joins up with the brotherhood the x-men show up they fight um ultimately magneto ends up attacking the blob by accident. Um, yeah, kind of like more just like negligence, right? Like, yeah. like he doesn't, like, I mean, it is on purpose, but not like, oh, I'm going to attack the blob. It's just the blob is near with the X-Men. Right. And he's like, I'm just going to attack. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Which is even darker. Lunatic. Um, lunacy. Um, yeah, the blob gets attacked, uh, ultimately protects the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that, he's like, I'm out. Like, I'm good. I'm just going to go back to being a carny. Yeah, it was an interesting way to end the end the issue. Uh, Magneto and his team get away in the Magna Car. Uh, the Magna Car. What an amazing invention. Uh, and they, the X-Men again try to recruit the Blob. Like, hey, join us. But he's like, I'm done. I am tired of, of the way you guys treat me. Both of you, the X-Men and the Brotherhood, What's the difference? You right. guys both treated me so poorly. Right. I thought that was interesting. Gives a little bit of light of, is there much of a difference 
I mean, yes, there is, mm. but, but, uh, you know, it, it's an, it, either you're with me or against me type of mentality, which is interesting. It was a great issue. I, I really did enjoy reading it. Um, it was, we said it last issue, but, or last week, uh, but it was certainly the better of the two blob issues. Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't know. Let's, let's kind of check out what, uh, issue eight brings us. Let's take a look at this cover. What is happening here? Big, bold, the uncanny threat of Unis, the untouchable. We have the X-Men being repelled from a guy in a purple suit. Mm-hmm. Purple spandex sort of suit. And they're all flying away. They, they guess the untouchable part's kicking in. Mm-hmm. I don't know this guy. I've never heard of this guy. Notice interesting. anything interesting about Marvel Girl on the cover here. Huh, what is going on? What was the last thing? Remember I said notice anything about Marvel Girl? I don't know what episode that was. Four, five, six? I don't know. I'm kind of... That's all right. Uh, different... She has a different cow... Uh, she has the, the old cowl on. The Does one that... Keep uh, alternating? Covers her... The top oh, of her head. Cause... Yeah, because remember she had the little like... Uh, not spike, but like the little sharp, yeah, sharp winged, yeah, yeah, winged kind of, yeah. Um, but no, now she has like a full dome cow thing that like ever that everyone else uses. Also, check out Iceman. Kind of looks like he has a little hairline. No, Iceman looks more man than we've ever seen, and less yeah. ice, which is cool. Yeah, but uh, uh, these covers can just be. Just, covers right yeah, exactly um i don't know who does the covers i wish i knew but i mean it looks like the internal art so mm-hmm. it might just be jack kirby uh but I, I truly don't know but the uncanny threat this is still called the x-men it, mm-hmm. it has not been upgraded to the uncanny x-men um yet which we'll speak on eventually you know I, i've had i had someone I was speaking to who doesn't really know comics at all. And they were asking me about uncanny rewind and the name and, uh, you know, true, truly they don't listen to the podcast, um, just cause they're not interested in podcast and, uh, comic books, which is totally fun. I, right. I don't need all my friends to listen, but I do appreciate those who do. <laughs> uh, but, um, they were asking me about the name, like, well, what does that have to do with X-Men? And, you know, I explained it to them and they were like, Oh, have you know, did you say that on, on the podcast? And I'm like, no, not explicitly. Um, but I think what the reason, one of the reasons is I'm waiting for the name change. I guess that's kind of the spoilers. There is a name change that, that happens, but, uh, I'm waiting for it to kind of go into the history and, and the reasoning and all of that. So bear with us. This is the X-Men and we are uncanny rewind. Um, let's get into issue eight and see who Unis the Untouchable is. All right, and we're back. Unis the Untouchable. Well, I don't think we saw it at all. Well, it didn't make sense in the last issue. Uh, we start out here with... Oh, we're back. Training montage. Training here montage. we go, baby. We're in the danger room, but... Cyclops is leading it. Yeah, it's obviously a a new um, thing, right? Because he's the leader, right? He's now. the interim leader. That's right. So uh, 
you know, he's he's challenging everyone. And it, this is the interesting part about him challenging people during these this uh, this training is he knows everyone's powers, maybe even a little bit more than Professor X because he's on the battlefield with, you know, with both with all of them. So he's able to challenge them kind of in a way that uh, Professor X may not be able to. I mean, even multiple times he's he's thwarting the uh, the X Men, you know, trying to do their challenges, and you know he's saying uh, you can't cry foul if an unexpected weapon is used against you, you know. And then does this? He's doing that to Angel. Does the same thing to uh, Iceman, you know, like. Um, Iceman has this has his like ice pick type thing or whatever you know his his uh, a long pole arm sort of yeah you know exactly and Cyclops blasts it and Iceman is like whoa what what are you doing and then Cyclops hits him with like oh is that what you would say if the blob was attacking you what am I doing you know just kind of like kind of being a little bit much but here we're we're only on what what is it page two, right? Um, we see some explanation, and I absolutely loved this of Iceman turning a bit more crystalline, you know, a little more uh, ice rather than snow. He hardens himself uh, further. Yeah, and this is really cool. It also it's a really slight um, artistic difference, but it it makes all of the difference and perhaps he might have been doing this at some points because he kind of looks more um quote-unquote manly mm-hmm. um yeah humanoid. a little more uh, a little more muscle definition yeah. things like that and i feel we've been seeing a lot more of that so maybe he's you know like that's like you said that explanation comes in mm-hmm. right yeah that's true um yeah i mean he looks great uh i love the way the way he looks when he's in this crystal form, and he keeps this crystal form the entire, entire issue, which was awesome. Jean Grey's doing some threading uh, with her telekinetic powers. I guess it's like, I guess that is a bit of training, right? Like trying to get it, get something small inside a small hole, you know, and having that focus. But I mean. Also, you know, she's a girl, so they're yeah, just trying man. to make her so. I don't know. That's that's <laughs> Come that's true. on, man. I am I am getting that. Yeah, more training. Um Cyclops has a little little thought bubble here when he's oh, talking yeah. to when he's talking to Marvel Girl and it's like, Man, I wish I could just tell her how I really fe- really feel, you know, how gorgeous her lips are, silken hair, how you know, how nice that is, how much I love her, but as her leader I can't do that. I, I have to be, you know, I have to be detached, unemotional. Uh, and then chucks a ball at Beast while he's doing his training. And he's like, yo, what? why would you do that? Didn't you say that training was over? He's like, yeah, but tra- training never ends. So he's just kind of being kind of hard on these guys. Yeah. Um, and they call him out for it, which was cool. You know, I'm glad that they... Uh, they call him out. Beast is like, yeah, I think you're, you know, I'm, I'm afraid. Uh, he says, if I didn't know you better, I'd be afraid that you're becoming drunk with power. 
Cyclops kind of takes a step back and he's like, yes, I'm sorry. I, I have been working you guys. I just want to make sure that I am living up to Professor X's standards, you know? And, and in that same panel, um, we get a thought bubble from Jean Grey. Yep. And she goes, oh, Scott, if you only knew how, how I felt about you and I doubt that you feel the same way about me, mm-hmm. you know, so... So that was pretty cool, like a little collection there. So later, uh, we see, again, Beast and Iceman heading for the same coffee shop they went to in uh, last week's issue. But they see this boy on top of a water tower, and they're like, well, he must have climbed up there. must have been a prank. You know, like, he's, he's stuck up there. We have to go save him. And Beast decides, I, I have to do it. And Iceman is like, no, no, no. Like, people are going to see who you are. He's like, no, it's like, I have to go save him. Like, it's literally my job. I have to. So he runs up. Yeah. And he scales up this building um, as fast as possible to prevent, you know, his face from being seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's and, and they, you know, the onlooking crowd goes, of course, it must be the Beast. What a shame. None of us had a chance to see his face. Yeah, because um, they, they don't believe it's possible, and they're like, no, it is possible for a mutant. And they're like, oh, well, then it has to be the beast. Yeah. Because um, there's only six mutants. Um, I guess there's like, well. what there's... As of right now, hold on, how many, how many mutants have been on page? Oh. We got Professor X, Cyclops, Beast, Angel, Marvel Girl, Iceman... The Blob, we'll count the Vanisher, uh-huh. Magneto, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Toad, uh, Toad Mastermind. Mastermind, and then Unis today. So 14. You said Quicksilver? I did say Quicksilver. Okay. So 14 as, yeah. of, as of today. Yeah. All right. That's not very many. Like, I could it's see someone knowing, knowing who you are because there's... Not many uh, uh, mutants, mutants, you know, that, that they've shown off. So he gets up there. Um, he he grabs the kid off this dome. The kid's too scared to open his eyes because he he'll get busy and uh, uh, busy dizzy, and which is a valid, you know, fear if you've climbed to the top of a dome, yeah, uh, hundreds of feet in the air. And yeah, he he delivers him into the the immediate window um, by using his feet to kind of lache um, downward. Well, not lache, but, you know, he's holding on to the roof with his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the dad's like, Tommy, you're safe, to presume, dad. And um, now he's like, oh, okay, well, how do I get down? And the crowd, you know, they are not... <laughs> they're not pro-mutant, that's yeah, for sure. This woman spews out hysteria... I've heard there are many such mutants in hiding waiting to take over the world. Yeah, there there are a few, but, you know, there's also the X-Men who have saved you many, many times. Right. And so now they're all fear-mongering. You know, they're all talking about how they're dangerous and, you know, they probably he probably just saved the kid just to throw us off guard. Like, just this crazy, like, mentality of, of oh, they're just pretending to be good people so they could take over. Okay. Um, so then they say, let's chase after him. 
and, and they do, and they, and they kind of do a lot of damage. I want to point out the second to last panel. Look at the the action pose of of Cyclops. I kind of not Cyclops. No, right? Iceman. 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 Look at the action pose. I kind of really, really enjoy this movement. It's kind of Hanna Barbera. You yeah, know what I mean? I, yep, I absolutely see the Hanna Barbera. But it uh, feels style. so good. Like I really, really enjoyed this. Um, yeah, Beast, Beast, and Iceman are running. Uh, Iceman is like holding his hat on on his head. He has his arm up, holding his hat, and he's in a running pose and. Beast is running. He's using his hands to run. He's got a hand in front of his face so people can't see him. Yeah, and they're they're getting attacked. They arrive back at uh you know the X mansion, and uh, they are t- in tethers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, their clothes is all you know they're all tore up and yeah they look disheveled. And they are upset. Uh, the Beast is upset. Uh, I'm through risking my life for humans, for the same humans who fear us, hate yeah, he us. He says he's done. He, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> he even says Homo sapiens just aren't worth it. Terrible. Uh, I mean, given what he just went through, I guess it's fine. Seems uh, seems fair. Yeah, I, you know, a, a little bit fair. Uh, you're tired, Hank. Um, Cyclops just tells him you're tired, and he know he really. Uh, reiterates uh the beast really reiterates how he's done with this and mm-hmm. resigning from the x-men and they're trying to hold him back from doing that scott is trying to make him you know like uh, listen rethink it um he's like ah the human race can go fly a kite um, i did love that yep i love how he said that oh the human race can go fly a kite right because that's he's, that's incredible he's so smart right? yeah and yeah that's, he said something like that but you know you see bobby drake iceman here uh, just being a good guy, he's like, well, you know, keep in touch with us. Like, do what you got to do. I'm not trying to, like, tell you what to do. Do what you got to do and, you know, take care of yourself, and hopefully we can see you soon. Um, they leave. Cyclops is alone. He pulls out uh, Cerebro, and he's like, I have to contact Professor X. I, you know, uh, the loss of an X-Men is, is too important for me to handle alone. And it's kind of interesting. It seems like Cerebro is kind of a secret. He doesn't, you know, he waited till he was alone to pull it out. I, I don't know. Um, we'll kind of talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, but he contacts uh, Professor X, and who knows what this guy's doing. Dude, the this page and the next page are uh, awesome. Uh, he makes contact with Professor X. Professor X is in some... Uh, dwelling with yeah. a cave helmet on yeah he says he's he's descending into an almost bottomless cave in europe okay yeah <laughs> you don't you, uh, not no disrespect but like how well it you almost know. looks like he is like in some like weird uh weird chair like oh okay but it is okay. still a bit weird. You know, yeah. it, it still is a bit of an odd uh, positioning. So you guys didn't see this, obviously, but Michael zoomed in. Um, we have our, you know, comic projected. It was really awesome. I don't know. It was We got to zoom in and see all that. That did feel good. Yeah, felt I almost awesome. thought about just doing the entire issue that way, but I think having the whole page feels good. Yeah. So then Cyclops is like, okay, so I just told you what happened. What should I do? 
Professor X says, nothing. He's not going to join Magneto's Evil Mutants. You did all you could do. And I don't know if he's just like, he knows Beast so well, or if he could just feel it in Beast's mind, like from this far away. I don't know. Or he just like lets things course to run their course, right? Right. Um, but then we're on, then we switch to page seven. And dude, I don't know what. I don't, I have no idea <laughs> what is happening in this first panel of, of page seven. I, even to the point, I zoomed in, I looked, I tried figuring it out. I do not know. Uh, Cyclops asks about Professor X's mission, and he says, oh, I can't return yet. Um, I'm on the trail of Lucifer. I'll tell you about it one day if I return. But, like, we kind of see a silhouette of his machine that he was sitting in, but then it looks like this crazy, like, smoke. Smoke, like, illuminating light or fire. So I don't know that. Yeah, that is absolutely nuts. That's my favorite panel in this whole comic. <laughs> yeah, just gonna put it out there. But yeah, so we we. I should start asking that at the end. Like, what what was your favorite panel? You know, I'm gonna start doing that. No, that's a good question. Uh, so now we're back to the beast. He's dressed back up in regular clothes, and he's like, "I'm out. I'm going. And if you want any advice, you should." disband the x-men humanity isn't worth the trouble mm-hmm. yeah uh, he's done he's like just so done leaves out the door and the next we see of him well we presume it's him obviously one week later a new wrestling personality explodes on the tv screen so obviously who could that be well and he goes by the logical name of the, the beast. beast so you can only imagine so now he's a wrestler he's going up against a character named Unis, who is also a wrestler, he's the great, the unbeatable, the untouchable champion of all time, Unis. So we start at page eight. Beast is like, ah, oh, this is easy. You know, I'm the beast. I can literally just take out anyone. He jumps towards Unis and just gets hurled away like a ping pong ball, he says. And Unis is like, oh, have you never seen me fight? Because... It's not like a mere clumsy rush can affect me. Beast is mad, so he goes, tries to hit him even further or even harder, and gets blown away. Yeah, every every swing that the beast is taking at Unis is just not working out. Tries to ping pong off of the off of the ropes, and you know, jump up and down and try to gain as much momentum as possible for a little dive. Doesn't work out. He just. You know, Unis he, is... He gets, like, catapulted before he's even... Before he even touches Unis. Like, Unis has, like, a, a force field around him or something. It is really cool art, this first panel on page 9, of the uh, the energy of the beast being repelled from Unis. It's like a yellow energy beam of... You know, I mean, that's just kind of more... It's not like a real thing that would exist. It's just more for us to kind of see direction and, and look at the, the 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 these dark strokes man like very artful and yeah very this is purposeful this right? is all due to uh the inker being chic stone when he came on it just the the definition of of these characters have become well for lack of better words more defined and let's let's add on to this page um the dialogue here <laughs> uh from the you know the the, the patrons or whatever they are, the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I couldn't help. I was like, man, when we get to this page, I have to go on back where you came from, beast. Like, yep. go on. <laughs> well, they're in New York, but that the way it reads yeah. is just so funny. Um, what else? Where'd you ever learn to wrestle? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't tell him. Tell him you should just quit, give up. Like, nobody can beat Unis. Like, you don't even have a chance. And he's starting to think like. What's going on with this guy? He he clearly has some type of power. And then while he's in the crowd, because he got blasted into the crowd, while he's in there, he sees Mastermind. And as I'm reading this, I was thinking, are we getting Magneto again? Brotherhood? Yeah. You know? I was like, I even questioned whether or not this was an illusion. You know? I was like, is this, I mean, are we... You always have to question it. If 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 masterminds in, in in the room, you you just have to question it. So then he's like kind of worried. He lost the bat. He he lost the fight because he uh, couldn't get into the ring fast enough because he was distracted by mastermind being there. And he notices that Unis is looking l- directly at mastermind. So he's like, well, they have to know each other. And then it kind of then it really clicks for him. Like, oh, of course, Unis has to be a, a mutant. That's that's why he has this power. So then he then he kind of thinks though he's like, well, even if he does join Magneto, it's whatever. It's not my yeah, not my problem. I'm anymore. not an X Men anymore. We get a flash. Oh well, we get a transition over to Unis in the locker room. His uh, trainer is giving a little pep talk. Like, how'd you how'd you keep that guy from putting his hand on him? And you know, Mastermind walks in, and Unis is just like. Uh, Shut up, Maxie. Uh, we got some business to discuss. So obviously, he gets to talking with uh, the mastermind, and you know he wants to join the Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, this is interesting, though. We we've, we've never seen a character want to join the Brotherhood. So that that was cool. Like it was it was like a, a flip from you know Namor and and the Blob. It was like, no, I've heard of the Brotherhood, and I want to be part of your team. So that was cool. But Mastermind kind of, you know, puts the halt on that real quick. He's like, ah, well, you know, we've been kind of, Magneto's been kind of disappointed before, and, and then the editors know it kind of references the last issue we read, right, with the blob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's like, kind of, you know, prove it to us. Prove what you got, um, what it takes yeah. to take out a mutant. Um, and maybe go find one of those X-Men for us. Yeah. And he says, just find one, or even if you want to beat one of them. So then later, Unis is just walking through. He's got this nice red suit on. He's just walking through, and he sees a bank robbery. And his his reasoning for uh, crime fighting almost is, I could use the money better than them. Terrible. So, so then he like goes up to them, and he's he just grabs the bag of money. They start shooting at him, but... He's the untouchable, so the uh, the bullets just miss him. They just kind of push off from his body, and we see the uh, the X Men show up, and they're in their in a new helicopter because uh, the last one got destroyed. So now they have a new one, and Angel is like, it just doesn't feel right without Beast. Yeah, Beast is long and gone for now, um, but they in Beast's absence, they got this very chrome helicopter. Um, yeah, they see that there's something going on down there, right? Mm-hmm. Where all these bullets are ricocheting off of this guy, and you know, they 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 realized it was Unis, so they 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 got out of there. 
The Angels is just like, okay, well, well, it's Iceman. Iceman goes, let's check it out. And, you know, Angel sees that the bank's been robbed and he glides down to see what's going on. Yeah. And the reason the X-Men are flying through here is because uh, someone asks, we, we can't tell because it's just a speech bubble coming from the helicopter, but they're asking Cyclops, well, why do you think there's a new mutant? And he mentions uh, Cerebro detected uh, the presence being in this neighborhood. So I guess Cerebro isn't actually a, uh, a secret, mm. but it was interesting in the last you know, earlier panels talking about, well, you know, he waited until he was alone to use Cerebro. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Uh, it was kind of interesting, but I guess they all know about Cerebro and look at that. There's a, uh, a bank robbery. So now they're, they're going down there and they see, they see Unis and they see that he did the bank robbery and he's like, well, no, not really, but you're an X-Men. So I'm going to fight you so I can join Magneto. And he says it out loud. I kind of like his costume. It's just all red. And then he has like these uh, black shorts on with, I don't know, kind of looks like a spider, but I think it's just reflective, like reflective uh, definition to his to his shorts. Like they're not black, they're orange. You know, if this is his, um, if this is his villain outfit or character outfit, it's not the same as the one we saw on the cover. Again, we don't take the cover for fact or whatever. Right, right. Law. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I was real I'm not gonna lie, I was a fan of like this purplish outfit that he mm -hmm. had on the cover. Yeah, that's true. The red's true. cool. Yeah. But um yeah, he shows up and Angel swoops in, right? I love the scene of Angel swooping in. It gives me um Quicksilver sort of Yeah, he just has that like blurred uh blurred definition to him. I, I, love I do that. love that. But then gets blast away immediately because, you know, he's untouchable. And I think it was about this point where I thought, how are they going to, Yeah. how are they going to beat this guy? Like, he's literally untouchable. You know, Cyclops is, is using his blast and it's just bouncing off. And he's like, oh, I, I, I can't keep doing this because I'm going to hit one of us. Unis realizes Cyclops is probably the leader. So he's like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to take him out. Take first. you out, you know. Um, Cyclops is trying to like dodge his way and he's afraid he's going to join Magneto. So he's like, we got to get, you know, we got to get him taken care of. He realizes his power beam's not working. So he tries to go and punch him. Still doesn't work. Unis tells him, well, the unfortunate thing for you is I'm able to touch you. So then he grabs Cyclops and like throws him away. Jean Grey uses her telekinetic powers to like catch him and set him down gently. I, I want to point out, I think it's kind of funny how, how the, you know, it makes it seem really action-y and coordinated, but, like, how he goes, uh, you know, Cyclops' flock gets repelled through the air, and mm -hmm. Cyclops goes, Marvel Girl, playing G5, quickly. I was just like, okay. Well, yeah. Why don't you just, because nothing happens after she catches him. Like, there's nothing. Well, you know, she I goes, guess, yeah, I guess the plan is catch me. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what, what? Couldn't you just, just say, Marvel Girl, catch help. Me. You know, or something, yeah. So. Um, you know, but again, they're coordinated or something like that, right? Right, right. Um, um, and yeah, they're just trying to stop Onus. Uh, mm -hmm. Iceman puts up an ice wall. Yeah, an instant igloo, he calls it. Yep. And next page, we see the igloofication yeah. um, in the first panel. And he's still crystallized, you know, he's still like a, a sharp, sharp ice. And I think that's just how he's going to look now. Oh. Like, I think that's just 
moving forward, that's how he's going to look. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Unis breaks through uh, his ice, ice igloo thing. And it seems like Iceman got a little hurt from it. Um, I guess he's just kind of out of energy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an interesting thing about these comics is it seems like these uh, superheroes like have to exert a lot of energy. Um, all right. They make a note to say, uh, as soon as he breaks the igloo, they mm-hmm. go, oh, no, he's just as strong as the beast. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, you're talking about gauging how much power they deplete and stuff. I mean, yeah. They made an immediate fact to go, well, this guy is as strong as the beast. Yeah. You know, so that gives us a little where he lies on the the power mm-hmm. scaling. So um, then uh, then Angel shows up and realizes, okay, well, if I can't, you know, if we can't fight you, I'm just going to have to pick you up and fly up, you know, super high. And Unis challenges him and says, oh, you can't bluff me. I know you're not murderers. You know, he's like, yeah, well, that's true. Um, So he puts him up on like top of a building and it's like, well, you could stay here for a while to cool off. They cheer uh, Angel on, you know, because, yeah, that was a good plan. You know, what is he going to do at the top of a at the top of a building? He can't do anything. It can't repel himself down. Right. They join back up together. Um, they reconvene and they go. His power is certainly strange. And we need to go and figure out a way to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, if he joins Magneto, who knows what will happen? Yeah. And so they head back to the, you know, the X mansion. And they're like, well, even if Beast was here, he wouldn't. His strength would serve us no purpose, uh, mm-hmm. you know. But then uh, Cyclops notices, wait, there's someone in the lab. Lo and behold, it's the Beast. Yeah. They're like, Hank, what are you doing back here? Does this mean, he's like, probably, you know, the Beast goes, probably means I'm a king-size, addle-padded glutton for punishment. Um, Thanks, you know, Beast, whatever yeah, that means. Yeah, right. Um, but the last issue, the last issue, uh, I think it was, I think it was Iceman was like, can't you just speak English for once? No, I really feel like that's funny. Yeah. I really yeah. feel like can't, can't you, he's tinkering on something. Um, no, prob- he, he's like mad. Like he, he's so petty throughout like these, these few pages. Cause he's like, since I'm apparently the only one with the technical skill and elect intellectual capacity capacity to devise a counter weapon to unis like oh, all right <laughs> you yeah, know who's me to save you from a possible ignominious defeat i'm like bro what does that mean bro yeah and then cyclops is just like what type of weapon is that <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just completely ignores what he says and it's just like uh okay what type of weapon is that <laughs> yeah that's that's great leadership he knows he's just rambling yeah that was funny then uh, Beast explains. He's like, well, it's actually going to increase Unis's powers. And Marvel Girl's like, increase? Or, or, have you gone crazy? And uh, and then Angel says, oh, he must have already joined Magneto. Like, because he's, he's saying crazy things. That was quick. Yeah. They really want him to not take that machine because they don't know what's going on. Cyclops, like, blasts him. He says, I said, drop it. And Beast is like, no, 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 don't. Like, you don't know what you're doing. I have to do. I have to do this. It's for your own good. And he jumps out the window. Uh, for such a smart guy, he did, a, he did a really poor job of elaborating what. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
He's smart. He's not socially smart, so it seems. Right. I feel like it could have been very easy to just explain. I mean, I don't want to say what it is, but we'll uh, we'll get there. So then they're like, well, we have to go follow him, you know, because he's going to do something crazy. We have to go follow him. Yeah, so they dash through. They, they're like, okay, well, let's go follow him. And lo and behold, we arrive minutes later with Beast pointing this machine off in a corner mm-hmm. at Unis, who he seems to have found. And um, Unis is on the phone with Mastermind. He's like, look, Mastermind, tell me that you'll give me another chance. Yeah, I, I almost, almost had him licked. Mm-hmm. They want to escape me next time. Bam. Gets hit with this ray. Awesome panel. Yeah. Um, this green ray emits a crazy light. The beast goes, you talk too much, muscle man. Perhaps this will silence you. And he gets yeah. hit with the ray. And uh, Unis is like, oh, what? Wait. It, I can't. That didn't even affect me. And then he's like, oh, wait, no, it did. Like, <laughs> I'm, I feel stronger. Wait, you must be. And then he's just so confused. He's like, you must be on my side. Magneto must have sent you. And Beast just kind of like leans into it. He's like, yeah, I think what you want. You know, he, he doesn't say no, but he's like, yeah, I think what you want. And he's like, let's put your new tower, to, new power to the test. Beast jumps towards Unis and boom, he blasts off even faster than, than before. The rest of the X-Men show up and they're like, oh, we're too late. Cyclops is like, he's already used his ray. And now they're all kind of freaking out. Like, what's going on? What, Cyclops, what's our next move? Beast is just like, look, don't worry. I did this for your own sake. Mm-hmm. Scott, you'll see. I really, I really love this, really love this last panel on, mm-hmm. on page 17. Cause Marvel Girl is like, wasn't it enough to leave us? Why did you have to betray us? And B says, I did this for your own sake. It's okay. And Cyclops, this feels so just like <laughs> Yeah. Just so, I don't even know how to explain it other than like calmly. You know, that's really what it is. He says it so calmly. Take your hand off me. You know, and it just feels so powerful because you're like. Disappointed dad. (laughs) Oh, you know, like whole, like, take your hand off me. You know, and I'm like, oh no, I'm scared. Like they're fighting, you know. And uh, so then it, you know, then it leaves them there and we show up and. Unis is at the gym and he's really excited and he's like, oh, I scared an X-Men so much that he actually is going to try to be on my team and he helped me. Magneto is going to have no reason to deny me, you know, part of his group. So he goes, he's like, oh, I'm gonna have a cigarette. And I'll tell you right now, never would you see someone like go for cigarettes in a comic today. Unis is like, no blame cigarette is going to stop me from smoking it. Like, yeah, he's the villain, but like, you would never see this. But the issue is his powers are too strong now. And now the cigarettes are even just moving away. He's trying to reach for them. They're jumping away. He's like, what is going on? This is crazy. You know, he jumps onto the table. The table shoots away from him. And he's like, I don't know what's going on here. My, what good is my new power if I can't control it? The funny part is he wants to join Magneto and he kind of has his power in a weird way. You know, when you have the two opposite magnets and they just yeah, huh. jump off of He's each like other. He's like opposite Magneto. Yeah. How interesting. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's that's actually really good. Unis is walking around. He's just so confused. It, you know, things are just like flying away from him. 
Um, he's like, move, move out of my way. He goes uh, to a diner. He's trying to get food. The food's just like falling away from him uh, or uh, floating away from him. He's so hungry. He's mad. Then it cuts to the X-Men. Yeah, and the X-Men are like, we better contact Professor X. He'll know what to do with the Beast. Um, but that's not the immediate thing. Uh, they were like, okay, well, how do we handle, how do we handle Unis? Mm-hmm. They're like, we'll drop a plastic bubble around him and he can't repel anything anymore. Yeah. And, uh, seems kind of like a weird plan, but okay. It, it's a plan nonetheless, right? Yeah. It's better than I could come up with, but Gene's on the phone and, and it's, it's Bobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iceman's on the phone and he's in the city watching Unis. They sent him out there. Yeah. And they're like, look, man, you got to get down to 46th and Broadway. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So seconds later, um, they're like, don't make any sudden moves. We're, we're watching you, Beast. And they all head out to 46th. Yeah. It was cool kind of having them still comment on like, Beast, you're with us, so we're not. We know nothing crazy is gonna happen while you're here, but like, we don't entirely trust you. Right. But we do. Like, we trust you, but like, you need to stay with us. We're watching you. Yeah. You know, they show up. Uh, the X Men show up. They're trying to find Iceman. He's incognito, uh, meaning he's just in human form. And they go into the into the place where Unis is, and things are just flying all around him because he can't touch anything. And he's like freaking out, like, I have to eat, I have to eat. And Beast is like, okay, look, I'm going to give you another blast from my from my ray, but you have to uh, follow a few conditions I have. And Unis, just, I guess, out of hunger or just like fear or whatever, is like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do whatever you say, I'll do whatever you say. And uh, so he, he blasts him with the beam, and uh, he tells him, well, this is going to give you He's going to basically nullify the last shot, right? So he's still going to have powers, just not the extreme powers he has. Someone else is freaking out like, oh, he's using the ray again. But Cyclops assures them, no, it's all right. He knows what he's doing. Unis is thankful again. He can eat. But Beast gives him the conditions, which is, you know, we have our gun. If we hear that you've gotten out of line or you tried contacting Magneto, you'll get another treatment. And the next time, we'll throw the antidote away. That's cold. That's cold. <laughs> That's cold. And Una says, "Don't worry. I'm. There won't be a next time. I'm going back to back to wrestling. That's where I belong." And Beast is like, "Yep." And I'm back where I belong too with the X Men. And uh, that's basically how it ends. Cyclops says, "You know, well, I never lost faith in you, Hank." Marvel Girl says, "That's what makes you the leader you are." That was the end of. Issue eight, it kind of had a similar issue to the blob of just, I'm going back to my original career. I'm not trying to be nothing no more. Not only that, it reminds me of The Vanisher as well. Because just like The Vanisher, um, issue three, right? Yeah. That, issue uh, no, issue two. two. Yeah. We don't really know what The Vanisher's power was. Yeah, he just and we he, he just vanished and then reappeared in places. And you know, like the in-depth explanation to powers comes a, years down the line, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know what his power was. He just repelled stuff. Like I don't know what the vanished power was, and likewise here, I don't know what Unis's power was mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, other than just repellent, opposite Magneto. I do like that. Like just an interesting opposite of magnets 
I don't know what exactly uh, the return of certain characters are. It's hard to be completely uh, disconnected from from what has happened in the you know in the years that I've read comics. Mm. I know that the Blob is an X Men villain. Mm. I know the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants are X Men villains. Characters like the Vanisher, like Unis, I don't know much about them. So I don't know what their returns look like, if at all, you know? So I'm interested to see to see what happens next. How do you feel about uh, this issue as a whole? I liked it. I enjoyed the, 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 the quite, you know, the, the funny part. It's wrestling, right? There's a mm-hmm. lot of wrestling. Thing. So I enjoyed the beast turning heel. That's like a wrestling turn, right? Uh, he turns heel, becomes like a temporary bad guy, mm-hmm. um, sort of, kind of, right? And um, still be- is the crowd favorite because he saves the day in developing this this Ray with how smart of, and intelligent of a X-Men he is. And, you know, he's almost spirit. He develops cool stuff that saves the day. Like, you can't beat that, right? Yeah, I think I would have liked to see him go one more issue without joining the X-Men, you know, he left here, he solves, you know, he, he solves the problem. He, he, uh, fixes the issue. And instead of saying, I'm back where I belong too with the X-Men, I would have loved for him to be like, you know, them be like, Oh, we're so thankful. You know, you're back. And he, it would have been just interesting to read him be like, Oh, I'm, I'm not back. You know, I, I still need time to, to step away from this. I'm excited to see if he even speaks on how he feels in the next, next That's issue. True. He might, you know, still have that apprehensive nature towards, uh, towards People. homo sapiens. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um, yeah, no, this was a good issue. You know, I mean, the great thing is we're eight issues in and we really haven't had any terrible issues. Issue five was not fantastic. Um, but I think that more leans on the fact that there was just so much text, unnecessary text that made it very droning and just very, uh, extended for no reason, you know, um, not much of a story to be told, you know, there was no new villain, no new, uh, problem, you know, it was just the angel was trapped type of thing. Right. Um, but still, uh, still fun. Yeah. At least enough, you know, no, these, these have been, these have been great issues. I am interested in seeing what happens with Unis. Uh, what an interesting name. Yeah. They, uh, maybe it has some background to it. Cause a lot of these names do, maybe it's like European or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't but, know. um, it's such a different name that I'm excited to see if he pops up again or, you know how, and oh yeah, let's actually forget what I was just saying. If you read, you know, please read along with us or something, you know what I mean? They give us a little, you know, special pinup page of the beast. And- mm-hmm. They did in, uh, not the last issue, but the issue prior, they had oh. a pinup for Cyclops. 
I'd miss that. Um, okay, I have to go back. So and see, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll, we'll just take a look and I'll I'll post this up on our on our Instagram. But yeah, it's it's just cool seeing this art and uh, you know a pinup page of of these characters indubitably yours, Hank McCoy, <laughs> as if this was something. I don't know. Maybe maybe this was like a page you could like take out of the comic, you know, back in the day, and then just have it like you know as as a piece of art. Oh, I don't man. know. I, that sounds cool. I'll but, find out. But I don't know. But let's kind of describe what's going on. He's uh, has one finger on a tension tension line, and it looks like he's juggling these miscellaneous items, and he's just kind of doing a handstand, but with just one finger. Just showing out. He's just a cool-looking character. Yeah. You know? All of them are. They're all so cool-looking. But let's give some credit where credit is due. The writer is Stan Lee. uh, Penciler is Jack Kirby. Inker, Sheik Stone. And letter uh, back with Sam Rosen. We had a... He was off for, I think, three issues or maybe two only. But yeah, this was published November 1st, 1964. And uh, we hope you stick around. And we hope you enjoyed this issue. Uh, issue nine will be coming out next week and again thank you for checking us out see ya